welcome to... How does this podcast start? Oh, okay. Hello, <laughs> welcome to Soberish. The I have so much content to put out and I'm not really pulling it off in 2020 podcast. I have here, I just told you that this, I'm making a lot of noise with my microphone. Do you want your first and last name or should sure. we just first name? No, Amy Spicer, right? Yeah. We have Amy Spicer here. You guys, I'm so excited. Um, so there are a few people that I've met through readings that I end up connecting with in a way I think that we're connecting for the purpose of Imagination Project, I would imagine. And um, Amy is one of them. And I am up here on over here, out here, freezing here on the East Coast for family holiday time. And I'm going home tomorrow, thank fuck. And I've been, my neck hasn't worked the entire time I've been here. And I've spent hundreds of dollars in chiropractors and massage therapists. And then I remembered that Amy was out here. She messaged me and I got to come lay on her bio mat and she did some amazing Reiki on me and I want to get into all that but right now before I forget a few announcements there is a discord server where you can hang out with other people from Soberish it is intentionally difficult to get into the discord server the reason it is I keep explaining this and then making it a Patreon episode. So to explain to all of you, it is intentionally difficult because I have people who follow me who are not soberish people. You know what I mean? They're not on this journey necessarily. And I'm trying to keep safe spaces for everybody who's going through the Ascension to hang out with other people going through the Ascension and be able to talk freely. And if I just put that link on one of my social medias, you're going to end up with a bunch of uh, bros and trolls and everything else. So I'm intentionally making it difficult. I was advised to charge money to get in, but I don't want people who don't have money to be excluded from it. So it is purposefully a scavenger hunt to get to it, and you're welcome for that. And so those of you who don't have Facebook, you're just going to have to download Facebook for a minute, join the Soberish group. When you try to join the Soberish group, you're going to have to answer why what this podcast is about. If you answer in a way that I can tell, because I'm the one who lets people in, I can tell that you're not actually in this process, I won't let you in the Facebook group. So the Facebook group is a place where people can safely get into and safely talk about stuff. When you get into the Facebook group, at the top of the group, there's a pinned post that has the link to the Patreon and also a link to the, to the Discord. So you can get in from there. And that is keeping this as kind of, not to say like a sacred space, but kind of a sacred space where you guys are free to talk about whatever. I am also a comedian and I'm trying to keep people who just think it's funny that I drank my piss out of a group where you guys are trying to talk about your spiritual evolution. So um, it's a pain in the ass on purpose. Stop asking me to post the link on YouTube. I'm definitely not fucking doing it on YouTube. And you can also get it in the Patreon, I think I put it. For those of you that don't know what the Patreon is. The Patreon is a subscription service where you pay $5, 10 or $20 a month and you get different things. So if at the $5 level, you get two bonus episodes of Soberish a month. At the $10 level, you get two bonus episodes of Soberish a month and four general readings. So those general readings are like I'm doing a reading for whoever is watching this video. I'm still kind of 
group readings are new. And so I'm still kind of working it out. If you want a reading really bad and you don't have the money for a reading, this is what I recommend you do for $10 a month. You get four of them. Please stop asking me to do free readings. There's thousands of you. And so uh, I'm not available to do free readings. I have to set some boundaries. The podcast is free. Uh, I spend a lot of time and energy on a lot of free content for everybody. And I'm not available to do free readings. Sorry. So um, yeah, this is me setting a boundary because it's when you put me on the spot, it's, it's hard for me. So, and then at the $20 level, there is, um, you get the two bonus episodes of Sober, the four readings, and then the um, four live videos. So I go live once a week and then we kind of chat, you know, whatever you want to talk about. Another great alternative to, if you don't have the money for a reading, then, you know, there's something where, you know, if you just have some questions you want to ask or whatever. And uh, part of the Patreon money goes to this process. So it's eventually going to go towards buying services for people who are going through their ascension. We're trying to get that website up and everything else. Uh, last month, the aliens were just telling me people on Twitter to give money away too. So I did that with it. But it's 50% for now. It recently occurred to me that I'm going to have to pay taxes on all this. So I'm moving it around and I'm also not committing to anything. So, uh, I give a bunch of it away. And when it gets big, I'm, you know, I think we can actually truly fuck capitalism over with it. So if you want to be a part of that, then subscribe, but also like, don't, you know, if you want, if you want more content, go to Patreon and get the content and I'll figure the rest out. Anyway, so uh, those are our announcements. I'm very excited to have this conversation. So when I was doing, can I talk a little bit about yeah, your reading? Absolutely. This is what I think is really funny is that I have, I crack jokes about Aries and people are always like Aries have gotten their feelings hurt. Not people are always, but sometimes feel, I, I, there are actually Aries that I'm like, you know, I'm kidding, right? I just have to have a sign to shit on. And, you know, I... Also say that if somebody does yoga, they are by default a piece of shit and you have to actually prove to me that you're not a piece of shit if I find out that you do yoga. And by find out, I mean you have pictures of it on your Instagram. And so, uh, you know what? No one has ever argued that with me. Not one <laughs> yogi, and there are a lot of you, uh, has ever... Because it is the calling card of the fake awake, right? It is the calling. Is there any better calling card of the fake awake than yoga pictures? I don't think so. You know, I agreed with you. I have one teacher who I follow. Oh, shoot. Close. Yep. Yep. Oh. It's hard, it's huh? Like, <laughs> you're like, I am. <laughs> oh, God. It's going to be an hour of you telling me to remember there's yeah. a microphone. I have one teacher who posts uh, pictures of her doing asana posturing and i truly truly believe that she's on, on the ascension journey but if you're in a bikini only at the beach doing pictures um i pretty much mute you i mute, i haven't you have nothing you have nothing of true wisdom to share except needing my attention yeah and it's a it's a strange dichotomy for me. I don't know if dichotomy is the word I'm looking for, but it you know my feed is like five d information uh astrology stuff, and then boobs right I'm just like suicide <laughs> girls and just various uh, you know 
half naked women posting their boobs. Like I'm here for that content. So I'm kind of here for the content where you're, you're posting thirst traps, you know, but something about the thirst trap. I don't, there's even, you know, one of my favorite accounts is this extremely hot. God, what's her name? I think her name's Olivia. She looks like a model and she posts these hot pictures, but then puts like legit, ascension or like timeline jumping manifesting your reality yeah. quotes underneath and i'm like okay but i love this yeah i love it because she knows exactly what she's doing yeah. and she's there's even like a story on her page now she'll now know that i've looked um that says nudes and then when you click on it it's just information about creating reality and then she's like obviously there's no nudes in here that i think is hilarious but yeah. Yeah, so I guess if you're, I, I just think if we're all posting pictures for validation on social media at some point, you have to address it or crack a joke about yeah. it or something. I, you can do whatever you want. Right. But anyway, yeah, I don't, uh, I like to shit, I just have to shit on things in the spiritual community. And, and I think yogis, are yogis um, if you're truly on your path, just don't take anything personally. They don't. They, yeah. We're just like, okay, yep, yeah. We, I see what you see, and I also see what you don't see, and it's hysterical and yep. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you got to know your know your community. Yeah. But so I don't remember exactly what it was, but something came up in your reading. There are several people who I've done readings for where I can see that they are supposed to bring a new modality. Because a lot of the old modalities, Reiki, uh, yoga, all these things were about living in a 3D reality, experiencing spirituality while very much locked in a 3D reality. And these things all have to evolve or turn into something else for those of us that are experiencing higher dimensional reality here on earth. And you were one of the people that I was like, oh, you have something that's yoga adjacent, but it's not like it's born of yep. maybe. Well, so I'm, when you said that it all made sense. And then it put this unbelievable pressure on to be like, <laughs> oh shit, I'm going to do something amazing here. But this, I mean, what I offer is when I first started yoga, like it was just coming to meet yourself, like just learning who you are and then self-love. Cause the less you love yourself, the less you are able to talk to any, the less you're able to ascend any dimension at all. Right. Right. So I came to yoga first to break my own addiction Oh, right. And then, um, <laughs> so awful, but something, something happens when you truly do follow this yogic process, you really do start to ascend. And, and, and I mean, I know you don't know that much about yoga, but, um, oh, shit. <laughs> and you see me flailing okay, over here. I just need a disclaimer for a second. <laughs> if everyone listening to this podcast is for one nerve wracking to sit in front of you, because like we all, I just think the world of you. So just everyone cut me slack. If I sound idiotic right now, I'm about trying not to pee myself. My armpits are sweating. <laughs> it's just a mess. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So. Um, there's this guy, his name was Patanjali, who came with all this yogic wisdom. And the, all these yoga studios teach like these first two books of yoga. The last two books are all the mystical things about yoga. And that's what I'm working on. I'm working on trying to get everybody to shift. But this is how we do it. They, in the traditional yogic system, so many yoga classes talk about the seven chakras but there are so many more than that. And I'm on the 12 chakra strand and there's even more than 12, but I try to incorporate this 12 chakra strand um, because of 
Because our DNA has 12 strands to it. I was just going to say, is this connected? Yeah. How many strands are in the 3D DNA? Is it 7 and 12 no, also? So, I mean, the 3D is like basically two-strand DNA. Okay. But even, I mean, even scientists on the internet will say there's, they call it junk DNA. Even on our two-stranded double helix, they'll say, oh, it's just junk DNA. They have no idea what it does, right? But... But the human has 12 strands of DNA, and not everybody that knows me is just going to be great. What are you talking about, Aim? But yeah, <laughs> so our, you know, our astral self, our spiritual self, all of our higher levels also has DNA. Like our personality, that's why 23andMe will send you out questions like, oh, do you like the taste of this? Do you like the taste of that? They're trying to figure out if they can collect enough information about the things that aren't on D, like that they haven't figured out, oh, your eyes are going to be blue and your hair is going to be blonde and you're going to have this color skin. They're trying to figure out in that junk DNA where your personality lies. They're trying to figure all that out, but it's on all these other helixes. And that's what I'm going with in this yoga. I'm trying to awaken people's 12 chakra DNA, I'm trying to get their energy to move up. So it's not necessarily just asana at this point. It is a lot of reclaiming energetic fields, clearing energetic fields, um, and ascending. Did uh, any of that make sense? It did. It did. I'm lost in it right now. <laughs> so it can't be, I, it just can't be, and I, and I love, there's so many of my friends just do yoga for the postures and the workout, and that's fine because you have to have a really strong body in order to do your manifestations, or not even manifesting, but ascending, because ascending hurts, right? Yeah, like, feels she like says you're she rubs her shoulders. Right? right, it literally feels like you're breaking apart yeah. and cracking as you rub your shoulder, right? All this, so you have to have a healthy body or you're never ever going to be able to ascend. Also... I first learned, and it came crystal clear to me, in order to channel, my sides of my brain have to be on the same wavelength. Like the right and the left side of the brain have to function on the same firing system. And if one is firing more, like they'll call it, oh, you're left-sided brained. You know, you think more with the left side or the right side. But higher consciousness, like the Ford 5D, to, in order to hear your higher self, you have to elevate your vibration so that that can lower their vibration enough so that you can meet in the middle. So if you only do asana or these postures or whatever, you're still saying very 3D. We do these asana postures to clear out, they call it the nadam or these energy centers in the body to then increase your ability to do pranayam, which is a prana, right? In the Indian, they call that, uh, you know, life. But if you want to go further than that, all of that has to be really regulated so you can now start to hear and see things beyond this 3D thing. And that's where all this magical, mystical stuff of yoga starts to occur. You can't get to that until you work through doing exercises and prana and the, the lower limbs of yoga, even though they're not low. They're just the first four. Does that line up with the first four chakras? Am I going to have to say mm. chakras for this? Podcast? Chakra. <laughs> I don't care. That's the other thing. It's funny when people argue over something so silly like that. Uh, no, I can never figure out if it's sacral chakra or sacral. So I say both every single time. I start with one and then say <laughs> the other so that nobody can correct me. I don't think it matters. It doesn't. It, it, it doesn't matter at all. Because in the it, as soon as you leave 3D, we're not using words anymore. Yes. So... Who cares what it sounds like coming off your tongue? Uh, no, it doesn't. The lower, the lower limbs of yoga are the first. They're not lower. I shouldn't be saying that. The first, second, third, and fourth limb of yoga does not associate with the first 
through fourth chakra. No. Okay. It's just like getting yourself in the door. Okay. Of coming into realness. Like a lot of it has to do with, are you lying to yourself? Are you lying to others? Do you actually value yourself? Are you manipulating? Are you stealing other people's time? It just has self, a lot of self-reflection. Um, but you don't need to do yoga to ascend. So right. many people don't, obviously. You know. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here's a plot twist. I actually hate yogis because I have no uh, equilibrium and I'm not flexible. So that's the truth. That's the truth of the matter. Yeah. Um, I don't hate yogis and it's just a joke. And I actually think you should post whatever you want on social media. So don't at me. Um, running out of things to make fun of, folks. You want this podcast to be funny or do you want me to be endlessly objective? I'm actually endlessly objective and I have to feign... Uh, conflict in order to be funny. I have to explain a couple things real quick so that we can get into higher dimensional, um, ascension conversations. And so, um, I got, I'm trying to get like a very clear picture to explain how the higher dimensions work because somebody on my Instagram post the other day was like, everybody's been saying 5d is coming for a long time. Nothing's different. And it's like, no, 5d is here. Like, right. We got the mm -hmm. download. Um, I think that there are people among us living in 8D already. We're on a wave. And I think there was probably a wave in front of us. I don't know. I feel like this is the first big wave. But um, the 5D download for hit the planet in like July. And we are like clearing out it's almost like we downloaded it but there wasn't enough room on the phone and so now you have to clear out apps or whatever so it can install and so that's what we did for the rest of 2019 but people think that these dimensions are a place and they're not a place they are if you've ever fucked with Photoshop and you know how the layers work. So you have 3D and that's the baseline. That's the physical reality. The senses that how you experience the 3D reality are you see, touch, and taste the 3D reality, right? 4D came in 2012 and 4D is the shared mental network of all of us. So when the 4D download came, to me it just looks like everything that you see but it's but it's it's black. It's like the negative like if you looked at a film negative is kind of what it looks like to me. It's just a black version of this. Now in the shared mental network, you you have your own senses in that. 4D is pretty lame and it has all the same trauma and self-deception and shit of 3D in my experience, but you can hear it. So when 4D came online and nobody was talking about it, so people didn't realize suddenly they are sharing a mental network with each other. And so it kind of just manifested as a lot of like social anxiety or a lot of weird like feelings, but it was very, very mental space. And that's also the astral plane. And that's also where you go in your dreams is kind of 4D. And so you now, when you're talking to someone in the 3D and, and your friend is telling you that they want to buy a car and they're making, all, sorry, let me pick a different, your friend is telling you why they want to break up with their girlfriend. Okay. And they're, they're giving you all these, these reasons that they want to break up with your girlfriend. And in the 3D, you're like this person, you're taking it all at face value. This person wants to break up with their girlfriend because, um, they've, 
drifted apart or she's controlling him or whatever. Now you get the 4D download. Now you have the ability to hear what feels like subtext. I think people are like, I don't have superpowers. And it's like, "Mm," because you're looking for a 3D manifestation of this. You're not going to audibly hear what someone is saying. Every once in a while, I get like audible, like something I call the narrator pops in. and But that's because I live in a movie. But when someone is talking and they're lying to themselves, it feels like subtext and everyone has that ability. Everyone that would be listening to this podcast has had that ability. You've had it for so long that you think you've had it your entire life. But unless you've like been tapped into your gifts, you've had it since 2012. So this guy, your friend is telling you that he wants to break up with his girlfriend in the 3D. In the 4D, you hear the subtext and you can tell depending on how well that person has partitioned off the truth from themselves and you that it's actually because they're interested in someone else or that uh, they just don't want to be with that person or they have a fear of intimacy or whatever the truth is, you can hear that in the 3D. I say here, it's not audibly here. It's like clairescence or clairvoyance or whatever the fuck. It is your 4D is another plane of existence sitting on top of 3D, running concurrent with 3D. 3D and 4D are existing. So in 3D, yes, this person is breaking up with his girlfriend because she's mean to him. In 4D, existing at the same time, their higher self, their just slightly higher self, is uh, trying to get out of a relationship because they have a fear of intimacy. But their 3D self probably doesn't know that. And so what ended up happening when 4D came online and we didn't know it, people started getting frustrated because they felt like they were being lied to all the time. And it's like, no, that's just because you can 4D hear that person. But if that person hasn't integrated their higher self, they don't fucking know what they're doing. So then 5D came online and 5D is the emotional network where we are all connected uh, through what feels like the emotions. It's actually the energy exchange. So now everyone has the ability to feel the energy exchange of every connection, every interaction. And this is why it was so much, get rid of the vampires, get rid of the vampires, get rid of the vampires. I do think they all heal for the most part, but we had to separate so that you could really start to tune in to the energy exchanges. So now you're having a conversation with his friend. He wants to leave his girlfriend in the 3D. At face value in 3D, it's because she's mean to him. In the 4D, you can hear that he's actually hiding something and that he wants, he has a fear of uh, intimacy and he actually has someone else that he wants to go chase. And in the 5D, you can feel that he's trying to get your approval to justify his thing. You can feel him pulling the energy from you because he needs that exterior validation. All of those things are existing at the same time. As a conscious person, you are going to be able to toggle in and out of 3D, 4D, 5D. And where do you feel it in your body? Is this something happening in your brain? Is this something you're seeing, touching, and tasting? When people are like, I don't, you just said earlier, I don't know what dimension I'm in when I'm doing it. Well, are you, are you physically experiencing it? Are you feeling it in your feelings? Are you feeling it in, are you hearing it in your head? That's how you know so far. That's just, that's just a five. We're downloading six right now. Um, some of us are pulling six in and six is a, a, 
a connection that is about collaboration. And six is where empathy really kind of gets healed because right now we mostly live in the shadow side of empathy, which is codependence. And we're coming out of that. And 60 is going to be where like we take care of each other, but we'll worry about that later. So you guys, not you guys, a lot of people think it's so much more supernatural than it is. And it just... It's just nobody's dumbing it down. People are talking in woo fucking language. So here's what it is. When you talk to somebody, you have to trust your own experience. Does this person make you feel exhausted? When people get around you, certain people get around you, do you want to bury yourself in your phone? This is why self-love is so important because when you judge yourself, you're going to say like, why am I on my phone? I'm an asshole, blah, blah, blah. Or you're defending yourself like, I have something that looks on my phone. That's 3D justification. Trust your experience. What are your feelings? Are you hiding from this person? then they're trying to take your energy probably. Pay attention to these energy exchanges and trust your feelings, trust your experience. And when you do that, then everything else starts to open up. Because as we go into 60 is really where this like galactic origins and stuff, everything gets very supernatural after we integrate five. And if you're not feeling it, like 5D happened. Everybody's living in 5D. A lot of people are doing karma and stuff, but if you're listening to this podcast, if you can get through an episode of this podcast, you have the 5D download. I think you're just waiting for it to be something you're, you hear me talk and then you think I'm talking about something. I do talk to aliens and everything else. This is 8D shit, most of the shit that I am, I died. You know what I mean? And I, so like, but 5D is an energy exchange. So every single exchange you have with somebody is an energy exchange, and now you can feel that. And so then you have 3D, 4D, 5D. So in 3D, somebody says something shitty to you, or they do something awful to you. And then you have the option of getting triggered and getting mad and, and being offended and stuff if you want to fuck with karma. You also have the option of listening to the subtext in 4D, which is that they are hurt or that they are still running karma and therefore they are just using your reflection and that's why they're doing something fucked up to you is to get you to leave them or whatever you also have the option of t tapping into 5d and saying well the energy exchange here is that this person is trying to take my energy and uh that doesn't make them a bad person for the most part we don't know how to exchange energy in a healthy way yet and um I or this person's energy right now is that they're very closed in, which means they probably feel threatened or or that I am taking their energy. You know, you will find that you also have unhealthy energetic eating habits with certain people. And so anyway, I wanted to explain that because when we talk about higher dimensional, it does get way wackier as we move into the six and beyond. But so far, it's all pretty normal. Like it's all not that woo. No, right. That, um, so how I use this yoga modality, and even you said earlier, the second you don't trust yourself, right. you go right back to sleep. Right. Right. So when your higher self starts to first communicate with you, like your higher dimensions start to communicate with you, it has to come in in your voice. Because if you hear another voice, you're going to think you're losing your shit in mind. Yes. Right. And then you won't tell anybody about it and you'll shut it off and you'll think you're crazy. So 
we do, I, I'm trying to get people to work through this modality to trigger downloading or the what's called channeling or alien talk and hold space for them to just follow through with that because that's how you wake up the second you're like, okay, I'm going to follow, I'm going to follow this yes. gut feeling. And so I think if there can be energy healing centers where people can literally go and practice um, learning that they're actually awake in this. Yep. Okay. So I have to hold space for people to be like, okay, I'm not crazy. And we also need a space where everyone can talk about, which is what you're doing. You're holding such space for this to be normal. I just like buff my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're good and close. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So that's, um, that's what I'm doing. And I, I, and my yoga practices are not necessarily yoga practices. Um, mirroring work. One of my teachers, we, and I just had a workshop on this where when you start to stare really close at yourself in the mirror and I'll walk and I can walk you through it, you'll start to see all your incarnations come up on in your face and in your eyes. And it is the craziest, freakiest thing. It is, it is one very fast way to teach people that they are not the end all be all that they have not, that this is not their only life that they've lived multiple lives and that you carry that karmic wisdom, that lineage that you always talk about um, in their body. So it's uh, a great way to show, to show people that they are God, that they are source. Wow. Uh, we should do it sometime. Maybe in... Um, yeah. Reincarnation was something I never really thought about. I knew that we lived many lives, but I was like, the other ones don't matter. And then through this last ascension since 2017, it's like, oh, they matter. Like, they probably didn't matter before when I was living my 3D life. But in the ascension process, like, that trauma matters, that karma matters. I don't know if I've gotten into this on the... I guess I must have. But a lot of what we're doing in 2020, for people who have, like, integrated five and haven't chosen to stay in karma, it's not going to be anything like the pressure cooker of the end of karma. But there is, like, healing of ancestral karma where we were healing ancestral trauma last year now it's karma so like all the lives where you did fucked up shit you're answering for it and all the live your ancestors who did fucked up shit and you know all of the well even your thing with um atlantis yeah your abandonment stuff am i allowed to say that you can yeah. edit that out no i think i talked about it on the podcast but during the mushroom trip, there was an abandonment wound from being a like left on earth when Atlantis happened that is like coming forward right now. And I'm like, oh my God, this infinite onion of trauma. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I thought we get to the higher dimensions and we don't have this anymore, but it all always exists. But when you're aware, it's so different. It's so different than when you're unconscious. And so what we're getting away from is unconsciousness. And we still have a long time of processing and integrating. And every time you heal trauma and, and clean up unconsciousness, you get more superpowers. I think the people who feel stuck, then when I talk to them, I'm like, well, here's five superpowers you told me about in one conversation. It was funny. We were just talking a second ago and you were like, I wish I had powers like you had anyway. So I watched this parasite come out and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which I do want to talk a little bit about that for sure. Um, But so the yoga practice, when we talked, I am paraphrasing probably, but that you had like a system inside of you, like a lot of you have blueprints inside of you for the new world, right? And yours was an a practice to make us bigger so yes. that we could take all of this energy in. Cause I do think a lot of the reason that all of our backs and necks are fucked right. up and we're all having this jaw pain and everything else is we have so much energy inside of us right now and our bodies can't sustain it. No. So, Oh my gosh, I have so much. Like if you can't, because we're all ascended more in the 5d thing If you can't tell what is you from not you or self from non-self, let's say you're around me and I have a headache or a stomach ache. And so you're super sensitive to picking up on that 5D energy. And then all of a sudden you're constantly sick. You're going to, you're going to think that this is you. So learning to tell what is self from non-self is part of this. So I am teaching this modality to help people awaken their energetic field so that they can immediately tell and process, which is self from non-self. Because the second we um, take on other people's energy, which is non-self, we just get smaller and smaller and smaller and we start to hide within our own body. We almost like cripple and curl in. Like we just like fold in. Yeah. Uh, so to get to get people first in their body, but then chronically start breathing through every single pore, not just your nose and your lungs, but uh, almost like um, amphibians, you know how they can breathe through their skin? Yeah. So, right. So that's what the kind of breath that I focus on in my yoga classes because you're living four feet in every direction surrounding you, 360 degrees. And so much of your thought process, and this is where our other extra 10 strands of DNA, they function outside of your physical realm. Where your skin ends is controlled by those first two strands of DNA in which everyone knows about, that double helix. But we have so much out here that we're living through and processing. That's why, because we share mutually inclusive fields of energy, any healing that I do helps you helps to elevate your healing because I've elevated mine. So if I, that's how this world's going to heal is whenever I heal this part, but in order to do that, I got to, I got to congruent this part. So yeah, all of my, all of my yoga classes are about clearing the four feet of energy around you. And a lot of it is through the chakra between your throat and oops, a lot of it's through the chakra between your, uh, your heart and your throat. It's your thymus chakra and it's off to the left. That is your spirit, but nobody talks to. Is that one green also? It is a little bit green, but it's actually a multiple, it's a a color of Atlantis. It's like the crystal. That's the one slightly off to the heart, right? Which nobody talks about anymore. When I first woke up, there was a chakra off to the heart and then a tiny one, right? And I never heard anyone talk about it again. Yes. That's it. That is your connection to, that is your connection to spirit. And then you have one in the back of the head, that occipital ridge, that little hole. That's your dream. That's your dream chakra, wherever you literally work out all of your timelines and you get to make your decision as to how am I moving in in the realm my next day when I wake up. Are you familiar with... um, Tufti the Priestess at all, the manifestation book. No. She talks about a plate, plat, I don't know, braid that comes out of the back of your head and that that's how you like project your reality. 
Ooh. Yeah, I'll have to show you a picture of it. Okay. One thing I want to say real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to hammer home all these examples of how things exist because I think there's a lot of debating whether or not something is this or this. And one message I got endlessly when I first woke up is everything is. Everything is. Don't seek to figure out if something is this or this. Seek to figure out how it all fits into one big picture. So in the 3D, I'm someone who has probably a lot of complex PTSD. In the 5D, I'm someone who's very tuned into energy. So I cannot handle public spaces in which somebody is standing in my energy field. It freaks me the fuck out. So when you come to my comedy shows and you see me walking through the room, I'm always staring at the floor. I'm trying to get the fuck through the part where everyone's standing in my energy. If we are having an interaction and I'm taking a picture with you, I don't, it's fine because I have consciously invited you into my energy, but like going to New York city and standing where there's 30 people standing in my aura. I hate it. Right. Mm. In the 3d. Yes. That's PTSD Mm. in the 5d. That's people in my energy. Both of those things exist. Those are two different Mm -hmm. planes, Mm -hmm. two different sets of rules. 3d is this 5d is this. Did my original superpowers of perception come as the result of a rough childhood in which I was constantly trying to figure out my safety? Yes. Did that line me up with a frequency and an ability to use extrasensory perception? Yes. Both of those things exist. I've seen this new like pushback to like, you're not an empath. You just blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's everything. Right. It's why not both? Right. You know, I want to get back to what you were saying though. Uh, it's funny. My, I always am amazed at the people who push back at any, any manifestation of God or reality. Um, my One of my great teachers, one of the great teachers of on earth, who definitely was living in the 12th dimension, his name was Ram Dass, yeah. just passed away, right? I didn't know how big he was in the meth, in the meth community. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he just passed, but he would always say, um, a teacher is just someone who shows you one way. A guru is the way. And a guru will never tell you you're wrong, but their disciples will. And you can always, right? You can always tell um, when someone is walking around trying to convince you that they're the right way, that they're nowhere near um, that synchronization of one consciousness yet they'll call themselves a teacher or they'll call themselves a leader or whatever. The second they try to convince you that they're right, that their way is the only way they have, they are so bifurcated from one consciousness that I run. Yeah. Fucking fast as can be. Cause it's so true. A guru will never teach you, tell you that, that you're wrong, but his disciples will. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. My reaction to a lot of it. Because had I, when I was 22, when I had the near-death experience, if everything had actually played out then, that they, because they showed me all of this, the world that we currently are living in and building is what I was being trained for in, you know, 20 years ago now. And I've cracked jokes about like, well, you know, I don't, you could have just given me 10 years notice. I'm not (laughs) sure that I needed 20 years notice. You know, I do move pretty fast. But I was like nowhere in the position to handle it. I would have been a fucking nightmare. I would have started out with great intentions, 
but my ego would have gotten the best of me for sure. I still like, I actually legitimately fight back against the idea of fame and popularity now. Cause it freaks me out. Mm-hmm. It feels like, it feels like a liability. It feels like a huge, I don't want to say burden, but it doesn't, it doesn't scratch an itch where 20 years ago, it would have scratched an itch for me. But then it also just, um, sometimes people come and want to debate stuff that I've said and I have a reaction for a second and then I'm like, Oh, it's all true though. Everything's true. It just, you know, I'm only giving metaphors that make sense to me. And there are certain people who are on a similar frequency that, cause there is no one Christ, you know, it's a, it's a collective and we're supposed to resonate with who we resonate with and not with who we don't. And I don't want anyone to try and make pieces of the puzzle that I've provided fit if it's not part of their puzzle. And so everyone just take what resonates and leave what doesn't. And that's kind of with the supernatural stuff too. Like I hear a lot of people putting pressure on themselves to be further or whatever. Mm. And it's like, it's, you probably already have the power, but you just, you probably already have the gift but you're looking for it to be something different than what it is because you have a preconceived notion of it because I've talked about it before or somebody else has talked about it before when it's also seamless in reality. Right. And um, I don't remember how I got on and, that thing. Well, too, if you have an idea as to what, and because we all have these gifts, and that's the other thing, I'm going to get on a tangent again, that I love about you. You're pointing out that, that you are not this one birthed, human that's so special that we all have this download and we all can tap into these things at any yeah. moment. Shoot. Now where was I going to go with this? Um, God damn it. When I wanted to get my quote unquote superpowers, I wanted very specific ones, but, in- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that- right, right. but instead what came is my ability to see if you have an attached energy to you, mm-hmm. like this parasite removal thing. Um, and it happened it's, never in a million years did I think that that was a thing. God yeah. forbid I would never tell my, like my, hopefully my dad will never hear this. He thinks I'm crazy to begin with. But I would um, never in a million years think that, and people need that. People need to have their their space re-cleared as, as their sovereign space. And if they don't understand that they continually open themselves up for outside energy to attach on, especially if they're walking around with a twin flame or whatever, that someone will hold, they'll occupy their space. Yeah. And I have to remove that for them or I want to assist in it. Because the faster we all ascend, the earth ascends. Because she she wants to do the exact same thing. She has her own same brainwave. She's literally waiting for us to all get on board and so I want to help. This is all I want to live in the new world. That's it. I don't care about this is my beef with people who learn how to manifest money yeah, and then right. just hoard money. It's like I don't <laughs> I'm trying to get to the new world. Right. I'm trying to get there before I get crow's feet. You know what I mean? I want perky boobs. <laughs> I want the A wreckage. Of, yeah, I want the wreckage of the the three children I've had to be gone. I'm trying to get to the new world. And um 
I want to live together in harmony where there, I don't want to step over a homeless person to get into my mansion. It's fucking gross. It's a gross energy. I don't like it. I want to live in the new world. Let's get to the new world. I want you to describe this superpower. Also, you don't get to pick the superpowers. They come in pretty fast if you're Mm -hmm. doing the work. But then, like, you also don't know how to control them. So there was a point where I could, uh, I would, every time the person I was connected to would have sex with somebody else, because we weren't uh, connected as much as I wanted to be, um, I would see it or dream about it or know it was happening. That's a fucked up superpower. That's an awful superpower. I currently have a superpower that when I'm doing readings with people, I, like, if they have any physical ailments, I get affected by the physical ailments. So some of these suck and you get them and then you don't know how to control it and it takes you a while to figure out, like, what the fuck is this? And then you have to learn how to, like, you're just like suddenly in a car and you don't know how to drive it. And so then you have to learn how to control it and when to turn it on and off and everything else. And so that's a lot of the process. And it's, it's Lacey touched me. And after she touched me, I now have the ability to tap into people's bodies. I'm don't, she can do it remotely. I, but now I have the instinct to touch people's bodies to, to move things. We're all getting, cause these are just higher dimensional. It's, it's the see, touch, and taste of the higher dimension. So they're not really, I like to call them superpowers. Like I like to call my guides aliens. My guides are just me in a higher dimension. But you have a ton of them though. The walking Is it seven? <laughs> no, there's way more than that. Really? Oh my, the, the first day that I met you walking down this hallway, um, you were walking behind me and I looked, I did a double take because the Hallway. Thank God the hallway is long enough so we can all fit in the damn oh, that's building. Funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, my superpower um, er- turned on very quickly. Well, it shifted. Growing up, I always had aches and pains, and I thought I was crazy, which developed into an addiction because I was trying to numb out all the things I was feeling, thinking they were me not knowing full well that I was this huge empath because I grew up in a little tiny farm town, big Christian family. Um, so I developed in a hardcore addiction trying to numb out my ability to shift from feeling what people are feeling. Like I can be around them and I can feel their things shifted whenever my best friend passed away she showed up in my house about two days before she transitioned in full form and uh since that day I can look at people and if I start probing questions about their deepest truth anything that is not of self will almost like their skin is peeling almost a cloud-like material they will come out of the front of them or wherever I walked. Uh, I just had a student at my studio walk in and I think she's working with people to remove one, but you literally, you can literally grab it and take it right out for them. If they don't know how to reclaim their energy, it's just, it looked like a virus. If you've ever seen a drawn out image of a virus, it looked like a little thing with a lot of suction cups literally stuck to her anyway, but we would work and I, I can talk to somebody and keep probing them and probing them and probing them. If something is ready to be released, it will show its surface or itself. And then I can feel if they're ready to let go. And if they're ready to let go, I can kind of grab a hold of it and it will leave or they'll suck it right back down and in, which I've had happen 
sometime as well. The person wants the to keep it. The person wants to keep it. For one, it's like a blanket. And I think that it's just, uh, it's almost that, um, what's it called? Munchauser syndrome? Or what's that syndrome whenever you you need your abuser? Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. I think people have Stockholm syndromes to a lot of the parasitic energies they're walking around with. Because as soon as you lighten it up, uh, there's a fear there. And whatever, and, and you create space. And whatever, whenever you create space, whatever you're thinking about is what's going to fill it up. So that's another thing we talk about in yoga a lot. Whatever you're thinking about while you're practicing and clearing this nadam or this network of energy in your body, whatever you're thinking about, that's what you're filling that space with. So if you're thinking about fear, very three-dimensional crap, you might as well just stop. Because you, yeah, you're sweating and you're getting a workout or whatever you think, but you're just doing, you're doing no benefit. In my opinion, Yeah, um, I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of shit for that one. Uh, so yeah, so Not now here apparently we're pretty <laughs> anti yoga. <laughs> yeah, so this whole um, removing of energies that are no longer serving people that have given permission to them, but don't know, how, but don't believe that they can clear them themselves. That don't think that they rec- can reclaim their sovereign because we all are sovereign. Do you think people are identifying with their parasites? Absolutely. So they believe they're parasites to be them. Yep. Parasites would be the critical companion that we talk about. The do they uh invade the thoughts as well? So uh oh my gosh, yeah. I feel like uh parasites guide. Yeah, they definitely guide people's thoughts. Almost like like ad- addictive thought. A lot of cell, a, lo- a lot of people that are extremely constantly searching. Uh, extremely unsettled that have this need to eat and consume. They're always constantly reading shit or they're always trying something new uh, is because they can't figure out what fills them because all of their energy is being consumed by whatever is invading their host. So they just are searching for an answer because what their, what their core is, is of non-self because it's being occupied by something parasitic. Did that make sense? Yes. No. Are you lying? No, that made sense. I'm doing a full uh, scanning of parasite stuff right now in my head. Yeah. So when you have a parasite in your body, so much parasite, so much parasite synchronicities recently. So there are certain parasites that will go inside of one kind of a bug, get the bug to basically commit suicide so that it can be eaten by something else because their final form was this you, I was having this conversation with so it can get past and past and past to a bigger thing. Yeah. That's basically humans. Okay. Because we're, we're basically living in hamster wheels. It's basically the matrix only instead of technology has taken over its parasites. Mm -hmm. The entire system is parasitic. It's set up to get energy just funneled into beings who don't get it themselves in the 3d reality. Those beings are played by the, um, fuck, fuck in the 3d reality. Those (laughs) beings are, are, they are represented by the, Elite. I hate that fucking word. The parasites, I call them. But what we call the elite are not actually the elite. They're just the parasite, the yeah. head parasites, yeah. the yeah. master yeah. master parasite, right? Because they set what's fear. They said anything, right. if anything less than them is now to be afraid of. Yep. They set the fear level. Yep. And so they 
th- but everyone is occupied by these parasites as well. And then these fucked up energy, ex- this is the download I just got while we were talking. Your vampires are probably just people taken over by parasites and these fucked up energy exchanges or what Eckhart Tolle calls the pain body. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Are probably just our parasites Mm. feeding off of each Mm. other. Mm -hmm. And as you heal and as Mm -hmm. you grow and as you cease to identify with your parasite self, Mm -hmm. you stop stealing energy from people around you. Mm -hmm. I was stealing someone's energy this time last year, you know, I was in, we were stealing each other's energy, Mm -hmm. I think would be a better way to put it. But I would get triggered in pain and then that codependent activation that nothing would satiate till I'm just in this fucking spiral of like stalking on social media and fighting and crying and all of this. And this is this parasite is just out of control And then there comes a point where you heal and you stop identifying with it. And I starved it. I start, I still heard it milling around. I said it was like a ghost. Codependency became like a ghost. I'm putting a lot of this together as we talk. Codependency became like a ghost that I could feel its presence around, but I wasn't feeding it. So when codependency said like, oh, what is that supposed to mean? And I refuse to give in to that. I refuse to do that. And it's weird because when Eckhart Tolle talks about the pain body, I Mm -hmm. see it as a parasite almost. I see it as a weird blob. Right. So, and this goes to the idea that there's only two emotions, love and fear. And this Christos energy is the energy of pure love, right? But the whenever, as soon as you put a body to it, a body can, a body is just a space container. It will hold. Whenever we shed the body, the pain body or whatever, all we have left is is love, right? Um, so literally, most of the feelings that humans have and we have labeled them as regular human emotions. Yeah, that's true. We do come with regular human emotions, but most of the feelings humans have are coming from non-source self because the true source self is love. So most people, when they are constantly and chronically, yeah, I do believe strongly in mental illness. I do believe strongly in um, being on uh, uh, pharmaceuticals if you need it. I'm not talking, like I'm not downplaying any of that, but I'm talking about we we identify with our parasites that create chronic, chronic suffering entities within us that we just can't snap out of. They literally have to be removed because they're covering, they're covering your Christos body. You're, you're not in the Christian Christ center, but like that Christ, the Christ consciousness, the Christ consciousness energy. Yeah. Fuck. Do you, have you heard Eckhart Tolle talk about the pain body? I have. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So it's this thing that needs to feed off of each other. That's exactly what it is. It's a parasite. Yeah. Shit. So whenever you remove it, Whenever you remove it, you're back to your pure essence. Yeah. And he says, like, your higher consciousness, you literally have to remove it. The pain body is part, it's, it's part of your 12-strand DNA thing. Wow. So people don't, people identify with their pain body. Yeah. I, this is like years ago, but I, when everything was just the 4D download, and I sounded very cold saying this, but... Um, there are a lot of people, they want bad things to happen. They want it. Like these are people that everything goes wrong for them. And 
we all have like a stretch of time where shit goes bad, but I'm talking about the people who enjoy having a reason to be upset. And you have to look just slightly beneath them pretending to be appalled that something has gone wrong and you can see the excitement. Mm -hmm. And my favorite example of this that we've all probably experienced is you ever had been in a relationship after it goes toxic and or a start like has finished running its course or is starting to go toxic or you don't know how to be in relationships or whatever but the thing where your partner fucks up and if you're honest with yourself you're excited that they fucked up because you get to be mad that's that pain body right there that's like yes i get to be mad well people who get like that about life in general like they're so excited to say the universe hates me or nothing ever goes my way or everything's going to be bad forever that is a person who is enjoying you can't tell them that because their 3d their 3d self won't identify with this because they're self-deceiving in the fourth but that person, if you watch the energy exchange, they want you to feel sorry yeah. for them. They want you to commiserate with them. They are having a pity party. They are fucking enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And therefore, they will continue to call that just loop of experience to them because they want it. And that's like not to be cold or to be a dick, but you cannot. I've tried to fix you know, help people fix them, change their lives. Like You cannot. When someone wants to be you know, the victim... They're enjoying that, and it's probably part of them trying to like figure their way out of karma. But they are feeding that parasite. Yeah. What do we, I mean? As as a healer, what do you do with those people? Just walk away? Yeah, I don't. I yeah. There's nothing. I mean, I've ha, have I gotten attached to the outcome? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am. Some things that I've had to learn, especially now. My my process of waking people up for the first. 16 years was that, you know, I don't know, depending on the year, five to 25 people a year would come into my life. And in a conversation, I would hear their consciousness say, wake me up. They would drop me a clue. And then I would connect the dots for them. And a lot of the awakenings that I were, I would now call that aware I would call that 4D aware that there's something beyond yourself, whatever. I don't call anything without the, without the self-awareness of the 5D download. Like I, I have a hard time saying I was awake before 2017 because that ascension really, I knew myself in a way that I didn't know before, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to call anything before that. But I would wake people up and it was very life coachy and it was very, I was very involved and there were people I helped through the death of their child. There mm-hmm. were people I helped through the, um, and you know, it all ran a similar course where I, I would have almost a crush on them. I would be very, um, kind of attached, not attached to the outcome, but like to make me be invested because mm-hmm. they would often treat me like shit or they would often have the desire to push me out of their lives for a little while. They always come back. They always finish waking up, but they, most of them go back to sleep for a little while. And it was very hands-on. And then as things shifted in the last year, I really had to learn like my job's different now and I can't be invested in the outcome. I've also just been doing it for so long that it's like when people go back to sleep, I'm like, you'll be, you'll be back. You know, I used to think like they're gone. I think I also was so lonely being awake on a planet full of people where, you know, the only other people that spoke the same language as me were new age people. I love and light people. I couldn't stand them. They didn't feel (laughs) good to talk to. 
And so, and this is something I've noticed and I would like to address while we're here. Very, very strong personalities. The higher, the higher consciousness, uh-huh. um, the higher dimensions, the personality just gets so strong. And not everything is for everybody. Not everybody's going to resonate. And like on the Discord server or whatever, if, if there's someone that just rubs you the wrong way, just block them. It doesn't have to be a whole big thing. You know, there's just people that just aren't going to be your people. And if someone blocks you, try not to take it personal. It just is what it is. I think stop correcting other awake people, though. And that is a lesson I am learning. Everything is everything. And if it doesn't resonate with you, just leave it. And uh, I caught myself at the beginning of this podcast trying to articulate what people should do with their Instagram. It's like, do whatever the fuck you want with your Instagram. I re- and I'm like feigning uh, uh, judgment anyway, but it's like um, I still have opinions that I'm not going to have in six months. I still have beliefs that I'm not going to have in six months. I'm making mistakes every single day. And uh, I don't need... I don't need to be corrected and I don't need to correct. It's a, it's a weird thing for me because I, the energy exchange that I'm having that I'm very resistant to is people coming at me and asking me questions. And so I'm offering it up, but then I'm like, I don't really think we should be doing this. But like, I'm learning that when someone is standing in front of me and they're not getting a reading or whatever, and they're telling me something to learn to like, respect that energy exchange and be like, do you want me to help you solve this problem? Mm. Otherwise I'm going to keep my feedback to myself. And two years ago, I wasn't like that. I, if you put a problem in front of me, I'm solving it. You know, you're going to disregard it and I'm going to take offense to that and whatever. But now in the age of the energy exchange, let people do their own thing unless they come and ask you specifically. And then even still the way that things work is that, if I tell you how to do it, that's my truth. And, you know, it's still going to be a seed that has to be planted and then grow inside of you and whatever. But I think, I don't know, uh, let's try to correct each other a little bit less because it's kind of, um, I, don't, I just, that's something about love and light community I can't fucking stand yeah. is that everybody's so <sighs> eager to have the truth, you know? So when you were in the big blue ball, yeah, you could hear everyone and you knew it was all you Yep, and everyone was, and you were everyone. Yeah. So we're still in the big blue ball. Like yep. every time everyone has an opinion, it's just you having an opinion in a different form. So yeah. let, your, let yourself have another fucking opinion. Yeah. Right. Stop. Cause it's, it's literally consciousness just having the experience in a way that you are not having at this moment, but it's still you. Yeah. So why are you correcting yourself? Yeah. It's, um, and I can't think of an example. Sometimes I get defensive about stuff and I'm like, what is one example where this is? I, like a year ago, I was constantly defending myself against atheists and like no atheist had ever said anything to me. You know And I'm like? Who are these fantasy atheists that I'm defending myself against? I know a couple very sciencey people who just think I'm fascinating. And yeah. like, I leave like, I, meh, meh, meh. and it's like, this person said nothing to you. Like, what are you defending yourself against? So I think it's something that I see other people do, like getting into nitpicky shit, yeah. you know, but I don't know. I, I, uh, you're going to have so podcast. much more space out here for everyone listening. You will have so much more space outside of your skin. The second you quit, uh, thinking that your, your way is the only way like there, you clear everything. 
I just, I love the everything is everything. Right. Just and go I'm, back to the big blue ball. <laughs> yeah. It just all fits. And if you like seek the way that it all fits, then it's like, and that's where like the kind of more schizophrenic part of my awakening was, was there was so much imagery of that, like everything means everything means everything means everything. Mm. And you can really get kind of lost in that, mm. you know, it's kind of like mm. a psychedelic way of looking at things. But when you seek to see how all things fit, but I don't, it's, it's getting impossible to fucking have an opinion right now. I swear to God. Cause then there's another part of me that's like, yeah, but here's some examples of this and here's some examples of this. Um, so I'll probably edit that entire thing out, but I won't cause I don't have time, but, um, I don't know. Do what you want. Everyone do what you want and, uh, leave each other alone. I guess you were all just walking each other home. Yeah, it is. Uh, fucking neck pain, man. It's like nerve pain and also muscle spasms. It feels so electric. It's inflamed. Yeah. Like crazy. And uh, I take, it feels so, it's physically happening, but it feels so not physical. Like I take anti-inflammatories, it does nothing. And every time you talk about anything, which is a deep truth of you, it mm -hmm. electrifies, it lights yep. up like a grid. Yeah, I'm getting zapped. Mm -hmm. Yep. And it runs up the back of your neck, up to the back of your head. Or it just runs up your neck. I'm not positive that it's not just download shit because what was it in the summer when 5D first came in, I was, I felt like I was being poisoned by light. My mm. crown chakra opened up and I never even felt my crown chakra before. I think the only chakra I'd ever felt was the heart or the third eye. It's spinning on my forehead all the time. But, um, the crown opened up so hard is why I very first started doing readings. I first came out of the closet that those eclipses in July opened up that portal and 5d came in. I'm <laughs> there's a part of me that's like, this cannot go on YouTube. I'm just like freely talking about portals opening up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I, uh, I felt poisoned by light. And then Lola talks about on a, on a reading, cover up your head. Some of your crown chakras too open and cover up your head. And so I slept with a pillow on top of my head and was like, fuck. Um, and then in September, me, Lola and several other energy workers lost our voice for almost a full month. And I was like the throat chakra closed up. And then all of our voices are deeper now, which I read somewhere that they were supposed to be deeper because we were supposed Whoa. to our, uh, the frequency of our voice was supposed to like hit certain people a certain way. And so now we're working our way down, right? We're coming out of that, that chakra further down into this chakra, the, this mini chakra that we were talking about. So I'm not positive that it's not part of this like full upgrade that I've been getting all year. Might have to do with some sound too. Maybe sound healing could shift it. Yeah. Because that's part of your 12-strand DNA as well. If you are getting major downloads and your cells are just expanding and your container needs to expand, those 10, those 10 other uh, DNA strands uh, are affected by sound, which is why sound healing is so important in a lot of therapies, but it's also you know the original sound of ohm. Yeah. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> right? So, uh, yeah, maybe some sound healing would help it too. I'll be happy to give you more Reiki, but I have a feeling it's uh, way beyond anything that we can move. 
yeah, I feel like it's here until it's not here. And, um, it's strange. I'm figuring out how to coexist with it, you know? And I stopped, um, I think it's connected to a few different things, but I feel like I'm out of alignment, but not out of alignment. Like I did something wrong, but out of alignment, just in that I got the, got a big download and it's trying to integrate and there's apps that are being cleared off the phone. And, uh, I think I got the 60 download. I was promised that I would get downloads before everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) In February of last year, when I did that big channeling, they were like, this is what you have to do for 5d. And then we're going to send you the 60 codes because we know that you hate being like everyone else. So So let us know what that is then as soon as you get them. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I have been getting like 60 downloads for, um, fuck, when did they start? Whenever I started taking, like saying things on the podcast and removing Mm. it, it's about building the new world. 60 will be all about creating the new systems, which we'll be doing in 2020. I think everybody for the first half of the year is going to be pretty distracted as death doulas. What does that mean to you when I say that? Holy crap. I can't believe you even brought this up. Um, I literally am trying to get a position as a death doula in a hospital right now to help people ascend, like as they transition, just because I can see what's going on around them. I can see their team. I want to help call in their guides. I want to help make sure that there is no stuck energy we don't need any more ghosts we do not need fuck okay so last night in the uh patreon live videos so patreon live videos are once a week and it's the 20 dollar tier so there's only like i don't know i think there was 20 of us last night and so then we just get to get into these big deep conversations together Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. whatever it really is a great option for people that don't want to get a full reading but want to have these conversations But death doula came up, and I want to say half at least of the people in the chat, but maybe more, were like, I got a death doula download. I got a death doula download. I got a death doula download. And when I was going through that death of my uh, counterpart experience on mushrooms, Adriana was like, I've been getting all of these downloads about death doula. And something that has popped into my head continuously is, what do we do with all these ghosts in 4D? Like, what? how are we going to channel? Because that is in, like, the book of Revelations, I think, is just a description of what is happening right now to consciousness, not physically. It's the consciousness, mm. you know? It's the the blueprint of the old world dying and the, and the new consciousness coming in. And it does talk about calling the dead back. So, like, are we supposed to be doing something with the fucking packed fourth dimension of dead people? But also we have that like masculine death happening right now and the death of karma and stuff. So it's really interesting that everyone's getting these death doula downloads. Right. I want to specifically make sure, uh, because people who are transitioning, their wisdom needs to fragment so it can then, so we can all channel, it needs to go back to source, right? Right. So we can all pull from the same big blue ball of light. So we're all pulling from wisdom because every time your consciousness adds to the collective, the collective just gets stronger. Yes. Or weaker if you're a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) But we're not because we're all the same. Um, So 
if you're stuck here as a ghost, you can't help the collective. You can't help speed up the wisdom of the collectum for for ascension if you're still stuck here and your your and, and your energy has not completely f- fragmented. Right. Just you're just, just scaring people. Yeah. This was some of the like macro downloads too is um as we were all hacking things like addiction and codependency and mm-hmm. everything else. It's like, you know, when a conscious person is is transmuting energy like that, they are it's the equivalent of a thousand humans beating that programming. So when, you know, because we're still, we have, did I say this on the podcast or just to you? Like we haven't even gotten to the humans yet. No. This is all just galactic beings trying to wake up to carry out the ascension of the 3D humans. All those people walking around that feel like Sims, that's just the humans. Like these are the baby (laughs) beings that are essentially part of source, but they haven't, been doing this forever so they aren't you know they're not ancient beings and so they're just kind of and we haven't even gotten to their ascension yet we're just like trying to wake up the people who've been trapped here since atlantis thanks a lot motherfuckers um (laughs) i can't wait for you to watch that video i can't believe how insane like i used to constantly address the stuff that i was saying and now it's like i've lost the ability to if you're listening to this don't listen to it if you were listening to the, this, is the first <laughs> podcast of mine you've ever listened to, go back and start with Alien School because I sound nuts. But this is like what it's like now. These conversations yeah. are the conversations yep. I'm having all day. And I'm like, oh, no wonder we had to stop hanging out with 3D people because it's like, what am I going to talk to you about? Right. Whenever my, my boyfriend will ask me to go to a party and I'm just like, don't make me do this. What am I going to talk to these people about? Yeah. Like they're so lovely. Just I can't I can't have conversations anymore about what private school you just sent your child to. Yeah. And they're miserable. And they have no idea why they're miserable. And it's like right. I have to just have a 3D conversation while I'm listening to their 4D and their 5D shouting at me. Yeah. And it's like I don't, you know, I'm like, well, you're clearing ancestral karma right now. Like, fuck. Yep. And then I just have to, oh, I'm, we're still in the big blue ball of light. That person's just me having the experience where sending my kid to a private high school is really important just let me have that experience okay great yeah I don't even feel judgment I don't think because there's definitely not um like everyone's playing the game that they want to play and so I think there was kind of an energy which I think was just all of us being sad about having to leave certain people behind but when the split was happening which is what has been happening for the last couple months there was kind of like a, well, they didn't want to ascend. And it's like, they actually picked the easier path. I mean, it's going to yeah. fucking suck, yeah. but it's very quick, you know? And so it's kind of, you know, like, do you want this surgery that you can have a little more Novocaine, but it's going to be 20 hours? Or do you just want us to rip this thing out? You know, mm-hmm. is like kind of just the different mm-hmm. paths that people chose or whatever. So yeah, we're all connected. And even when I was Lola and Adriana, Adriana and I were on that trip and we could kind of see all the, all the times that we've bailed 3d, you know, that we've gone to 3d dimensions as they were ready to ascend. And we're like, humans are so fucking dumb. <laughs> like, what are we do? Like, why do we do this? Yeah, why am I doing this? And this exactly. is the cool thing about higher dimensional stuff and why I don't like love and light is because it both of those things can exist. You can be simultaneously, we're here because we unconditionally love. Yeah. 
Yeah. And care about and like enjoy the work. And we can also just think they're fucking idiots. And right. that's, that's the thing that was really striking to me about like 8D and why I loved it so much is because I was like mad and happy at the same time. It was like everything at once oh, and yeah. so funny. Everything was funny. You could just talk shit about things without any <laughs> guilt because there's no actual judgment because you know everything. You're so tapped into source there that it's like, it's just all experience. And right yeah. now I'm playing a, a sacred clown who's here to save humanity that she hates. And, uh, <laughs> and it's hysterical. And um, Right? You yeah. say you hate humanity and you were so in love with it at the same time, which is yeah. why you want to do this. Why yeah. is why you're so public. Yeah. No, but for one to exist, the, its natural opposite holds just as much space or the one would never exist. Right. It gets crazy, guys. It's, it's fucking crazy out there. All right. Well, this was... Um, where can people find you? I'm everywhere. Um, I have a yoga studio. It's called Yoga Love. and Or you can find me on Instagram. Anything that I put out is... Uh, it's not that deep. I'm not that interesting. <laughs> but my, my handle's at a laughing spice. I laugh all the time. Uh, yeah, Yoga Love. The website is www.liveyogalovelife.com. Um, any services that you provide yeah. that would work? Yeah, I definitely, <laughs> definitely do Reiki. Definitely on this biomat. We didn't even talk about the biomat and Reiki. Um, yeah, I, d I definitely do phone session type okay. of work uh, for people that are trying to ascend but think they're going crazy definitely will help you work through relationships that have to end twin flame stuff that has to end. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> how timely. <laughs> yeah. Just normal, you know? Yep. Hey, I don't In know. News, I'm not I'm a great self-promoter. <laughs> not, not yeah, yeah. Good. I don't know yeah. what I'm going to do when someone gets on here and wants to promote. I'm going to be like, oh, wait a second. This was a mistake. <laughs> edit all this out. <laughs> yeah. But definitely if you feel lost, I am, I definitely want to help you, uh, enjoy your journey so that you enjoy, uh, life. Cause you're definitely here for a reason. If you, you were incarnated for a reason. So. All right. I love it. Patreon. Instagram is Jessa Reed comedy. Twitter is Jessa Reed comedy. Uh, you know, YouTube, whatever stuff, Patreon, Facebook, discord. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye.